It's Morning Drive on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. Jared, Kyle, thanks for being along with us on a uh, Monday morning. Hopefully you're well rested coming off that weekend. Didn't have to get into too much football on Saturday. Although I did watch some Big Ten stuff, the Minnesota-Iowa game for a little bit. Uh, that uh, what LSU and uh, Mississippi game, I watched a little bit of that. That Auburn and uh, Georgia game was entertaining. That's some good stuff, but it's not the same without Boiler football on a Saturday. Not the same. Yeah, I watched some of the Indiana-Penn State game and some of the uh, Minnesota-Iowa game, which was uh, a good one. Boy, those IU fans are really upset about that targeting call, that non-call, aren't they? I, I saw a bunch of that this weekend on Twitter. I wasn't so, paying that close attention, apparently. I saw one say it cost them the game. That's a 10-point swing. I'm like, Hold, pump your brakes there just a little bit, man. I get your frustration, uh, but, but yeah, that's a little bit too much. Let's uh, turn our attention to some hoops. Purdue uh, beating Chicago State, as uh, we suspected that they would. Kyle and I tried to tell you that uh, this is probably the worst basketball team in all of college basketball. Uh, that wasn't an exaggeration either. We really had some... Stats to put up. Didn't you tell me this is the worst team, according to Ken Palm? Yeah. It's not good. 93-49. to 49. Uh, Maybe attention-filled first half, because you were only up by 10. I mean, they kind of hung in there for a while. Longer than you yeah. would like them to when you hear how bad they are. It was a weird first half. You know, Purdue didn't hit shots, and some of them opened shots. I, I thought that maybe Purdue could have tried to, as they say, probe that zone defense a little bit better than what it did, and, and find some openings uh, in the lane. They didn't do so. I mean, they took a lot of three-pointers. You know, listen to Matt Painter after the game. He wasn't all that upset about the number of three-pointers taken. He he really isn't a uh, a numbers guy in terms of the, the total number of shots. He just wants to see quality shots. Many of them were quality shots. Purdue just missed. Uh, meanwhile, Chicago State, it seemed like, uh, was sort of either feast or famine. They either hit ridiculous shots or hit the side of the backboard. I think they were probably, whatever they shot in the first half, half of the misses probably didn't hit the rim and hit the backboard or the underside of the rim or the underside of the backboard. I mean, they were not very good offensively, but did hit some shots. But Purdue started to take over with a couple minutes left in the first half and then really rolled from that point on, which was a little bit of what was to be expected. So... You know, I, I don't know. What do you take away from a game like that? I, I think it's small uh, things. Uh, you know, as Matt Painter said after the game, Purdue's not good enough right now to uh, shoot the ball uh, poorly and beat good teams. Now, it can shoot the ball relatively poorly. It still finished 50% from the field on Saturday, but didn't hit, you know, 11 of 36 from three-point range. Um, so didn't shoot the ball particularly well uh, in the game, especially against an opponent like that. But against good teams, you know, it's going to be hard for you to shoot 11 of 36 from three-point range and still get a victory. So, you know, Purdue's got still a lot of improvements to be made between now and uh, post-Thanksgiving, but it'll get another game. And a bunch of practices here between now and then to be able to, to work on some things. There were a couple of guys that we targeted on Friday mm-hmm. that we said we wanted to see some good performances at that needed some good performances. Aaron Wheeler and Evan Boudreaux were a couple of those guys. Wheeler with a double-double, 10 rebounds, 10 points. Uh, in only 17 minutes. Yeah, in 17 minutes. And then Evan Boudreaux was out there for a little under 20 minutes, put up 14 points, 
and five boards. Uh, if you're looking for positives, I think those are the two big positives for me, although uh, Wheeler was 4 of 12, 2 for 7 from three-point. Yeah. But we already talked about the 11 for 36. Not like everybody was knocking him down, and he wasn't the only one. But uh, uh, two guys you needed to come through, you, you felt like maybe needed to have those uh, feel-good games, and they both got them. Yeah, you'd like to see Wheeler start to hit some shots, and I, I think that he will, just as you said, 4 of 12 in the game. But, yeah, Boudreaux came in and had a – a good um, you know, start to the second half and second half in general scoring those 14 points. Now, can Boudreaux do that against you know an athletic, uh, more athletic team than Chicago State? We'll have to see, but you'd like to see him give you a dozen productive minutes off the bench. He doesn't have to go for 14 and 5 every game. I don't even feel like he needs to score necessarily to be productive, but if you can rebound and play a little bit of defense, then you would take that you know, with some bonus points. Here or there. But it was a good game by him. You like uh, what you saw from Isaiah Thompson, who, in my opinion, is impressive and that he doesn't seem to shy away from the moment. He'll go out there and, and fire the ball up and, and did at 5 of 10 three-pointers and scoring 17 points. He's not going to do that very often this season, but he is a guy who we know from high school can uh, rack it up in a hurry. So, you know, he had a good game as well. Purdue was able to go pretty deep into that bench. Tommy Luce had a couple of assists, actually four of them in total in his six minutes of play off the bench. So it was a chance six to minutes. Yeah, it was a chance to go deep. Um and I thought Purdue was better in the second half, but you know, as Matt Painter said this week, uh still with some room here for Purdue to get better going into that Jacksonville State game. Having a competitive spirit and being consistent. You know, guys doing their job more. You know, we, we, we still have guys out there that, from a defensive standpoint, don't don't do basic things. Um, we got to be better, and that's on me. You know, that's you know, you're I'm I'm the coach of this team, whether they've been here for five months or three years. You know, you, you have to get guys that that will do their job and play at a very high level, and uh, just to keep working on the things that we, we've been doing, just trying to be better at what we, what we do, and so um, not getting off anything. A lot of times, people think when you struggle, you got to change. That's not nuts, and I think that's where a lot of people get in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. Purdue just has to continue to work on what it is. I think defensively, you know, Purdue can be better. Um, you know, Nogel Eastern hasn't really gotten in in any re- real good rhythm yet. It doesn't feel like you know. You look at his line, and it's it's okay. He, you know, scored six points. He had five, four, three rebounds. Over four from free throws, though, which yeah. is continuing to be a problem. He was better last year too, and man, he it looks uncomfortable again for him. It does. <laughs> It'll always be uncomfortable. Well, it looks it, it looks, looks really uncomfortable. it's uncomfortable for us watching it. It looks really uncomfortable for him again at the line, and you know it's got to be a little bit frustrating for him. He put a lot of time into the jumper in the off season, and, and so far it's not there. And he's also, you know, it's uh, he's got that that you know herky jerky motion from the line and. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, you need, you want him to be a guy that you could rely on because he has the ball so much and, um, you know, drive into the basket. You know, you don't want him to shy away from driving to the basket out of fear of having to go to the line. But, uh, 0 for 4 was, was sort of rough and they didn't look all that good. Purdue was 12 to 17. Listen to Painter's comments after the game. He's like, I didn't see a scenario which I'd be happy with 12 to 17 from the free throw line, but uh, after what happened the game before, I guess you go ahead and take it, right? Um, you know, especially if you take out Eastern's 0 for 4, then they missed just one other shot. So not not too bad a performance from the line. And 
you know, I, I don't know how much more, though, you can take away from a game against uh, Chicago State, which shot 36% from the field in there. Not very good. 6-19 for three-point range. Purdue dominated on the glass. That's the one area where if you look at the first four games, you feel good about Purdue. They have been really good on the offensive glass. Now, you're not converting at 23 offensive rebounds in this game. 48 more than doubled up Chicago State on the glass. But you don't always feel like yet that the Boilermakers are turning those extra opportunities into quality chances on the offensive end. I mean, if you, you know, if Purdue hits a couple more shots on those second chance opportunities against Texas a couple of games ago, it wins that game easily. And they outshot from a field goal uh, attempt point of view, now 18 more shot attempts than Texas just because of the offensive rebounding, mm-hmm. but didn't take advantage. So, you know, if you continue to board like that and then you start to hit a couple of shots, then, you know, you, you look much better offensively and thus your team looks a lot better. And that's what Matt Painter was talking a little bit about after the game is that, you know, that they're not to a point where they can beat good teams without shooting the ball better than they are, especially, you know, the defense has been okay but not great. So they're going to have to hit some shots here at some point. Uh, but you feel good about, you know, some of the shooters that they have and they just miss some, have been missing some. Sasha only with... 13, a little under 14 Oh, he aggravated that foot-slash-ankle again. Didn't play in the second half. Yeah, and that's kind of what I figured. So, you know, there's some concern about him going into this week, but Purdue, of course, you know, doesn't play again until Saturday, so he'll get some time to to rest and hopefully get that. That'll lead him to beat, what is it, Jacksonville State? Yeah, you know, he could take some time off and then be back for after Thanksgiving. You know, we'll see where he is um, this week. But unfortunately, to see him sort of limping around then, in the second half, uh, because he's a guy that, you know, you'd like to see him get out there and get some run because I think, you know, he gets in a rhythm and can really make a difference for you from the perimeter. All right, we got a break. We come back. Uh, we've got uh, all kinds of stuff for you, including your buy or sell. But, Kyle, now's the time i got to tell the Hammerheads about the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook app. Oh, it's so much fun. I love doing it. And tell you what, it was very busy for me on Saturday with college football. FanDuel Sportsbook officially live in Indiana. So now you can bet your money line spreads, parlays, props, and more on every game from anywhere in the state. I love how easy it is to use. I continue to see, uh, I got people come up to me at the games and stuff when we're out telling me how easy it is for them to put their parlays together, the success they're having with their parlays. I love hearing those stories, and I love putting together my own as well. Plus, FanDuel Sportsbook's offering you a risk-free bet worth up to $500 when you sign up with my promo code, Jared. That means if you lose your first bet, FanDuel's going to give you a refund in site credit. And if you're thinking about using your risk-free bet, we do have Monday Night Football tonight, all right? Uh, it's Look, the Chargers have aggravated somebody in a past life. I like the Chiefs tonight. Take the Chiefs. Don't forget you can bet on that game risk Free. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now or visit FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook to claim your risk-free bet with promo code Jared. That's J-A-R-E-D. Jared. First online wager only. Refund issued to site credit. Terms apply. Must be at least 21. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 